Greetings, everyone. This is uh, Reverend Deborah Johnson, known as Rev D, and welcome. Welcome to the Change What You See podcast. In this podcast, we're taking a look at our attitudes, our perceptions, our unexamined assumptions about things that keep us stuck. We take a look at that so that we can unleash our power, our potential, so that we can experience the goodness of life. One of the ways to experience the goodness of life is a thing called meditation. And I often get questions about meditation. What is it? How do we do it? Why do we do it? A lot of times people come with a sense of frustration uh, about it as though it's something that they have like failed at. Let me give you my take and perspective on this. And hopefully for any of you who are struggling with meditation, that this might bring some insights and uh, for those of you who are already doing it and are feeling quite comfortable with it, that this can help uh, deepen uh, your practice. And for those of you who haven't done anything, um, maybe it might make you a little bit curious about exploring it, which I highly, highly recommend. First off, let me say that there's no one form of meditation. Quite often when we think of meditation, we think of silent meditation, where people are just uh, sitting in a particular pose and being absolutely still. Yes, that is a form of meditation, and I highly recommend that. But it's not the only form of meditation. There are walking meditations, movement meditations, things like walking a labyrinth, Things like yoga, qigong, uh, tai chi, and so forth. Times where you are, where, where, where you're slowing down. Where you're slowing down. Because ultimately, what you're doing in the meditation is that you are shifting your brain waves. You're shifting your brain waves. So we have many different brain waves. And at each of these brain waves, we are vibrating at different frequencies. There are different capacities that are associated with each of these various levels. What we would call our kind of waking conscious state we're at beta waves. But you can't hang out in beta. You, you, you can't stay there forever. Or you'll just fry. It's like the person that hasn't slept in three or four days. You, 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 your brain can only absorb so much stimuli before it has to rest and reset. So 
if we were to look at this like a continuum, for example, that on the other end, because you've got the beta waves, you've got delta and gamma and a lot of these different waves, that the, the sleep wave would be the antithesis of the beta. When we're asleep, our brain waves are such that we are no longer engaged in the same time-space continuum that's dominating our conscious uh, waking state. So when you are asleep, you can do anything. You can be anywhere. Just because it's boundless. Okay, it's endless. And because we're not locked in that time-space continuum, we're able to access information, insights, wisdom, a lot of things that escape our rational thinking mind. I'm sure you've heard the phrase, well, let me sleep on this. And perhaps you've even said it yourself. Well, I need to sleep on this. What that means is that I need to get out of beta. I, I need to get out of analyzing this, talking about it, evaluating it, dissecting it, worrying about it, you know, trying to figure it all out. I need to just let that go for a moment and simply be with it to turn within, to turn within. See, up until that point of the, I'm going to sleep on it, there's been a lot of external searching, externally looking for answers trying to figure it out. But the moment that you say, I'm going to sleep on it, you're tuning all of that out. You're stealing away to the inner chamber, the secret place of the Most High, something within you. And part of you knows that. Part of you knows that there are revelations waiting to happen but you just need to put yourself in the position where those revelations can, in fact, reveal. But you know intuitively that that revelation is not going to reveal in all of the noise and the chaos. That you can't solve a problem with the same consciousness that created it that you're having to extricate yourself, you're having to remove, you're having to shift. You have to move. We're always locating ourselves, okay? And when we're trying to figure everything out, we're locating ourselves within the problem, within the problem. We say we're going to sleep on it, we get outside of the problem. We get outside of it. So what meditation does 
is it trains you to be able to shift your brain waves so that you can get closer and closer to those states of what I'm saying or the kinds of states that we can get into in our dream world, okay, where we don't have a lot of attachment to wherever it is that's going on. We're able to tune it out and then tune in to something else. And that something else is wise and it's smart and it's grounding and it's centering. And you'll find that the more you meditate, the less botherable you are, the calmer you are the more focused you are. You're not as easily rattled because you're mentally and spiritually rested. You're rested. You know how that is when you're cranky and you're tired? Anything and everything can get on your nerves. Anything. The sound of the ice machine coming out your refrigerator and the clink, clink of the little ice cubes that can wear you out. <laughs> Traffic, the kids running around the house, just anything when you're not centered and grounded is going to throw you off. So the meditation is cumulative. The benefit of it is not just in those moments when you're doing it. It's kind of like a spiritual laboratory or a gymnasium or something like that. You may be working out, I don't know, let's just say 30 minutes, three times a week. Okay. The benefit of that is not just while you're working out. It shifts the contours of your body. It changes your strength and your flexibility. Well, such as it is with meditation. It changes your strength. It changes your flexibility. Just try it. What I recommend for people is think about what gets you in what I call the zone. Uh, There's a place within us where we're not thinking, we're not worried, we're not trying to strive or get ahead, we're not rehashing something that's already happened. We're not worried about the bills or the money or or, none of that's on our mind. There's a sense of bliss. We're so into it that we will literally lose track of time because we're not thinking about time anymore. What is that for you? Is it dance, movement? Is it art? Is it 
jogging, uh, gardening, music. Just what is that for you? And whatever that is, do more of it. Be more consistent with it. Sometimes we use the phrase, um, our happy place, that each of us has a, a happy place inside where the little endorphins kick off. I mentioned that meditation is shifting our brain waves. Well, meditation is also shifting what's going on with us chemically. Every thought that you have releases a chemical response. Chemical response. And the sum total of those will manifest. It'll manifest as stress. It can manifest as like happiness. And and all of that literally shifts our biology. You know, study after study has proven, for example, that cancer patients, people who are being treated for uh, struggling with cancer, if they have more laughter, if they have more joy, if they have more support and a sense of belonging and connectedness, they do better in the physical healing and recovery process. Okay. Because something is shifting and changing within us. Well, the meditation will do that too. It'll take you away from the chemical reactions of things like fear or anger or worry or stress uh, these kinds of of toxins released in the body that run havoc on our immune system that impact us in ways that decrease our sense of health or well-being that that lower our chi vibration so the meditation is not only like a cure for things but it's also preventative. It becomes part of your regime. It becomes part of your everyday practice that allows you to stay centered, focused, and in control of yourself so that you're not jerked around by everything. Sometimes I will make motions when I'm talking to groups of a marionette that has a puppeteer that's pulling its strings. So it's like the arm 
the right arm goes up and it's like, oh, okay, these are my finances. And the left arm goes up. Oh, this is my relationships. And, you know, the knee goes up. Oh, this is politics. Oh, this is my job. Oh, you know, and it's just like jerking our strings around. It's like, cut the strings. Cut the strings. The meditation cuts the strings so that you are in control of you. And not something else. Sometimes you use the analogy of Velcro. Velcro or, or sticky stuff where, where there's sticky stuff on us that allows other things to stick to us. Well, meditation is cleansing. Meditation is purging. It's purifying it takes that sticky stuff off of you. It allows you to get into the zone where answers start becoming clear, where you're less botherable. And you just have a more overall sense of health and well-being. But it takes consistency. Okay, and it takes practice. It takes discipline. If it's movement for you, well, you have to practice that. If it's yoga, you know, the first time you do some yoga poses, it <laughs> it may not look like the cutest move in the world, but with enough practice, you get to the point where you, you feel it. Yeah, if it's music, well, your first pass at the song, you know, might be a little rough there. But if you keep coming back, you get it. You get it. So don't make meditation one more thing to have to judge yourself about. Oh, I didn't do a good job at that. Or to be in contrast and comparison. You know, somebody else does it so better. I want to do it like this person. No. It's an inside job. It's an inside job. Don't look at it so much like something I can be good at or uh, not good at or fail. No. Go to your happy place. Start there. Start there. And what you'll probably find is that your practice will expand so that there'll be a little bit of balance. Maybe you're go to the zone through jogging, through running. And eventually you might find yourself balancing that out a little bit between running and yoga, let's say, that's at a slower pace. You, you'll find yourself getting a doing a variety 
of different things. And particularly because of the high-paced, multitasking world that we live in, I do want to encourage you to try just the simple sit. The close your eyes, don't react and respond to outer things. Don't even react and respond to your own self. The sense of a twitch on your nose or an itch on your hand to just breathe through all of that and watch it go away when it ceases to have your attention. Even if you just do this for five minutes, literally just five minutes a day, wherever you are, you could even be in your cubicle at work. And I've gotten to the place now, I've been doing these kinds of things for so long. I can meditate with my eyes open. I do it all the time. In a Zoom meeting or whatever, that yes, I am present, but I'm also in some kind of zen, zoned out space where I'm so grounded that my my power isn't going into the conversation. And especially if things start getting a little wonky, whatever, getting a little off center, um, maybe things are going awry, folks are getting upset, or maybe even... I know I, I, I watch it happen. I, I like watching first auditions of uh, competitions like uh, America's Got Talent or whatnot, because I just love watching people go for it and get the surprise of the embrace and the acceptance. And you see those moments when people are really, really nervous And they'll pan the crowd. And you can watch the crowd like taking a deep breath for them. And through their silence, encouraging them, you can do this. You can do this. That's another kind of a benefit that you're doing this practice So even without saying a thing, in moments around when people are needing support or encouragement, you can be that breath of fresh air. Try it in rush hour traffic. Just take a few breaths. Tune into that inner vibration that's transcendent of all of the stress and and I, every time I do it, like clockwork, it will feel like the traffic starts to move faster. It will feel like I'm not stuck anymore. The choice is yours.
choice is yours. So I want to encourage you. Just start where you are. Don't worry about practices initially that are foreign to you. Get in your zone. Consistently. And watch you start to reap the benefits that I've just been talking about in meditation. Peace and blessings to you. Share this with someone. And until next time, namaste.